Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Hello, my friends. This is my prayer for this most amazing and important interview. I believe that for me it's one of the most important interviews that I have done since I've started the Pure Hope show. And so I would ask you all to continue to be with me in intentional consciousness as we move through this um, divine time. Dear God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, saints and angels, I ask that this interview be a blessing to all who hears this message. May the divine light of all that is help guide me in this journey. I surrender this program to you, my beloved guides, saints and angels. For it is with you and in you that the success of this program continues to grow and flow. Please continue to assist me in this journey to help bring light to this world. For this is the intention of the Pure Hope Show. For I now surrender all that I am, all that I have, into the light. May this fulfill a part of the divine plan at hand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Tonight on the Pure Hope Show, you will be listening to a pre-recorded message from Patricia Diane Cora Robles. I say message because as I prepared for this connection with Patricia, I knew how important it would be for me to just allow the message to just come through. I've had the opportunity, the pleasure to meet Patricia in person as well as I attended one of her free seminars in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And watching her was like watching a river run steady and strong. Her connection to the spiritual hierarchy is constant and never-ending. With no notes or papers in her hand, for me and for this audience that she was delivering her message, message after message from the realm of illuminated truth, she is not a channel, that's what she speaks about, for she is in constant union with that oneness. This is the amazing gift that she gives to the world. Trisha's philosophy is, every person is precious and divine, regardless of how far your behavior patterns and life experiences may be from reflecting that truth. She also believes that we are not victims of our lives, and that we are co-creators of our lives. We have a choice, and we have the ability to transform our lives into what we want to be. The time for us to do that is now. The name of our show tonight is called The Emergence of the New Human. Patricia teaches that we are becoming a fifth-dimensional, crystalline, solar light being. And in her message tonight, she will help us all understand what this means. Before we get started, I would just like to tell you a bit more about her background. 
Um, Patricia is president of the nonprofit educational organization New Age Study of Humanity's Purpose, which sponsors her work and the annual World Congress on Illumination. She was a marriage and family counselor for over 20 years. She now spends her time freely sharing the information she is receiving from the beings of light in the realms of illumined truth. The divine intent of these celestial sharings is that she gives to humanity greater clarity and understanding. As we progress through these wondrous but often challenging times, these are Patricia words, Patricia is an internationally known teacher and has taught workshops in the former Soviet Union, Ireland, England, South Africa, the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Brazil, Bolivia, Australia, New Zealand, Bali, as well as many other countries. She also teaches classes throughout the United States. I could continue telling you all about this long list of her achievements and what she does for our world and for the planetary system that she has accomplished, but I would prefer to honor you, my guest tonight, as well as Patricia, with now entering into that conversation um, with a very, very, very dedicated light worker upon this planet. So with glad tidings in my heart, I welcome Patricia Diane Coda Robles. Hello, Patricia. Welcome to the Pure Hope Show. Well, hello, Reverend Janice. Thank you so much for having me here. It's really an honor to be able to share this time with you and your beautiful guests that are tuning in with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was telling Patricia before we started that um, I know that she's a very, very busy woman traveling around the world and traveling to different places within the country, doing her free seminars, and so it is an honor to have you on the show and saying yes, because I know that you are a very well-sought-after woman um, to do this work. So I, the question that I thought was really interesting, I guess, for me is that um, when I saw you speak in the cities, as I mentioned, and watched you deliver almost a full day's teachings from the spiritual realm, you didn't have a piece of paper, you didn't have any notebooks, you didn't have anything, and I had watched an interview, I think on YouTube, um, when a question was also presented to you, that you had stated that you're not a channel. So could you explain to our guests on how you do receive that information and bring it forth? And if you're not a channel, you know, what would you call the information as you come through? What, what are you, I guess, what I'm asking? <laughs> well, the reality is I'm just a perfectly ordinary human being that consistently asked God why there's so much pain and suffering in the world and then took the time to listen for the answers. And what I found out was that this connection with the heavenly realms is something that we were always supposed to have, all of us. We were always supposed to have direct contact with our I am presence, our own divinity. And these beings of light in the heavenly realms who are just our sisters and brothers that have evolved to a higher level of consciousness, 
It consists of all of those that are associated with the various world religions that we're aware of, as well as ascended masters, cosmic beings, galactic beings, all the various graded orders of angels. All of that realm of truth was supposed to be our teachers while we were sojourning in this physical plane, learning how to use our creative faculties of thought and feeling and our gift of free will to learn to become co-creators with our Father Mother God. And when we began misqualifying our gift of life, creating distorted patterns of separation and duality, we fell into such dense frequencies that we lost contact with our I Am Presence, and we literally short-circuited our ability to communicate with those realms. In the beginning, we had 12 solar strands of DNA that functioned as a very elaborate fiber optic communication system that allowed us to have open heart and mind telepathic communication so that we always had access to these realms and we could ask whatever we wanted to know and they would guide us in perfect alignment with our divine plan and the lessons and the mission that we had volunteered to accomplish while we were in this physical plane. And when we fell into such dense vibrations and short-circuited into, for instance, the double helix DNA that we're now aware of, we lost awareness of all of our other potential. I mean, even in the scientific field, the scientists are saying that 98% of our DNA is junk DNA, which, of course, is absurd. (laughs) There's Uh nothing that God creates that's not valuable. It's just that it had short-circuited. And every world religion tried in some way to get us to reconnect with this ability that's in all of us. It's not being psychic. It's not channeling. It's not supernatural uh, extrasensory perception. It was the open heart and mind, telepathic communication with the realms of truth that we were always supposed to have. And the world religions said, you know, knock and you shall receive, um, knock and the door will be opened, ask and you shall receive, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven within and all else will be revealed to you. And we just didn't really get that. I think a lot of times we just kind of dismissed it as religious rhetoric or lofty platitudes. But in my quest for answers, I realized that this is a profound truth and My entire mission is designed to not only share the information that's being given to us at this moment, but to inspire each and every person to reach up in consciousness and go within and get this information directly. Because no matter how clear you think somebody is, no matter how much you trust them or the integrity you think that person has, the information is still being filtered to their life experience and their consciousness. I use the example, for instance, it's like when there's a car accident and there's five different witnesses, the police uh, interview each person and they get five different descriptions of what happened. And it's not that five different things happened, it's that each person was learning something different in alignment with their mission and their divine plan, why they were going through that experience or witnessing that particular experience. And nobody outside of our God self, our I am presence, can interpret this information in a perfect way that will align specifically with our divine plan other than our own I am presence. So 
Yes, we have the ability to reconnect with open heart and mind telepathic communication, a 24-hour-a-day connection. We were never supposed to lose that. We don't have to be in deep states of meditation. That's how we begin connecting in the first place, is going within, silencing ourselves, asking for that guidance. But once we make that connection, it is eternal. And we can, anywhere we are, whatever we're doing, wherever we're going, we have contact with the realms of truth, where all of the knowledge we need to fulfill our divine plan, our mission, and our purpose and reason for being in this physical plane is available to us. I am so glad I asked that question because I was always wondering, because I would call myself a channel, and I've never, ever, ever heard it explained that way. And to me... 20,000 million light bulbs have just went on inside of oh, me. Good. Um, it makes perfect just, sense. Okay, good. The difference between channeling and this, there are people that are trans-channeling, you know, which actually leave their body and the, the being takes over to communicate through them and they have, you know, different voices and all of that. That's one form mm-hmm. of channeling. The other, what they call conscious channeling, is that the beings of light are actually speaking, you know, projecting the thoughts, and the person is saying what the being of light is saying. And all of that is very different from connecting with those realms of truth yourself. Interesting, interesting. So all the material that I read about you, Patricia, and... All the information that I have seen on other YouTubes and DVDs, when you talk about that you're receiving information or you're allowing the information coming from the realms of the spiritual hierarchy, um, could you tell us um, who or what the spiritual hierarchy is? Is because yes. there, you know, I have people that come on and say that they're connected to the Pleiadians and another. Um, person will come on and they will say that they're connected to the archangels. So I was wondering if you could help us understand what are the realms of the spiritual hierarchy. Well, there are myriad realms and dimensions associated with the realms of illumined truth. Now, those that are associated with the planetary systems, the Arcturians, the Syrians, the Pleiadians, and all of that, are our sisters and brothers on other planetary systems in our solar system that have evolved to a higher level that are communicating with us and guiding us. In addition to that is the ascended realms of light, which are a much higher frequency of vibration. And all of the uh, our sisters and brothers on the other planets are helping us, and they're certainly more evolved than we are, but they have not reached the level of the ascended levels of consciousness that the spiritual hierarchy have reached and sometimes that's there's some confusion in that that's why when you see people and hear a lot of the information being channeled from the various space brothers or galactic beings that you'll get very different interpretations and because they're perceiving things very differently from the ascended realms of light they see a greater overall picture now we'll still interpret that information according to what we need to learn for our own personal experience but it's a higher frequency of vibration. This is the realm, uh, the, as I said, there's all different dimensions. There's 
the ascended beings, there's, you know, galactic beings, there's solar logos from suns beyond suns, all the way back to our Father, Mother, God. Those are the beings of light that I refer to as the company of heaven. All of the beings from the ascended realms of God's infinite perfection. There still are sisters and brothers that have evolved to higher levels, but much higher levels than the space brothers. And they are all existing in the body of the all-encompassing presence of our Father, Mother, God. So that every particle of life, every particle and wave throughout all creation and all of the spaces in between live, move, breathe within the all-encompassing presence of our Father, Mother, God, the cosmic I am, all that is. And in that force field of light, I think science is beginning to call that the divine matrix, and I'm sure this is what Einstein was trying to reflect to us when he talked about the unified field theory, that everything exists within the body of God. And so the realms that we're striving to reach through our communication, the most uh, tangible way of us understanding that, it's what people experience often when they go through the near-death experience. And consistently, I've done a lot of research into those experiences and communicated with a lot of people. And the fascinating thing about near-death experiences, because this is a phenomenon that's happening to reconnect us with the realms of truth so that we will know that life is ongoing and there's other other dimensions that we exist in, that we are multidimensional beings because we truly forgot that. When we fell into such denseness, we created this fragmented fear-based consciousness known as our human ego. And we started through this level of consciousness feeling like our physical body is who we are and the physical plane is all that exists and that its purpose and reason for being was to gratify the physical senses and whatever we needed to do, lie, cheat, steal, kill, to fulfill that uh, compulsive behavior, that it was okay. Well, as we know, nothing could be further from the truth than that. So this near-death experience is, the fascinating thing for me is that regardless of socioeconomic, regardless of educational levels, regardless of cultures or uh, religious beliefs or whatever, everybody's having almost the identical same experience. And whether it is a a born-again, devout Christian or Muslim or Jew or Buddhist or whether it is a dyed-in-the-wool atheist, they're all having the same experience, which initially they're just aware of being out of their body. There's no pain. They just leave their body very easily. If they're in the hospital and connected to monitors at that time, their monitors all go flat. There's no electrical impulses. There's no life force because the soul has left the body. Then they talk about moving through a dark tunnel into the light. And what that dark tunnel is, and this is important for us to understand how we've gotten so buried in the negativity, is the sea of negativity. This is known as the psychic astral realm. And it's filled with all, every thought, word, action, or feeling humanity has ever released that's vibrating with a discordant, negative consciousness or energy, vibration, or attitude, or thought, or belief. And this psychic astral realm must be transmuted back into light. 
and where a lot of the confusion with channeling comes from is that some people get pulled into the psychic astral realm when they start opening up instead of passing through that into the realm of light. So this is important for all of us when we're trying to reconnect with our God self is that we see our I am presence, this magnificent luminous being taking full command of our physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies, creating this tremendous shaft of light that ascends from our heart, totally enveloping our four earthly bodies, a pillar of light that ascends through this psychic astral realm into the realm of light. And then we see ourselves ascending through this, not opening, not connecting, until we get into that higher realm of light. Now, it is never the divine plan that people get pulled into the garbage, that psychic astral realm. And if somebody that's gone through the near-death experience or the death experience gets pulled in there, Archangel Michael always sends legions and says, you're trapped here, this isn't where you're supposed to be, come with me and I'll take you to the higher schools of learning. This is where the whole concept of hell came from, is people trapped in this chaos and this confusion. And some of the souls were so mischievous when they left the physical plane that they didn't, they have the free will to refuse to go with Archangel Michael. So some of them chose to stay in that psychic astral realm and have sometimes wreaked some havoc (laughs) in the physical plane just through their mischievous behavior. But all of them are just our sisters and brothers who have fallen into discord. There's not these awful, horrific, demonic, satanic kinds of energies. They're just our sisters and brothers that we are loving back into the light as well. And this psychic astral realm is now much more rarefied because of all the light that's pouring into the earth. It's almost gossamer compared to what it used to be. But when people move forward into the light then, what they consistently are reporting is once they get into those higher realms of light, they begin to remember and they begin to know that they know that they know. And there is this wealth of knowledge that awakens within them that they realize nobody is teaching them from the outside. This is something that they know now that they've always known but that they just have not been able to access because they were so buried in the heavy discordant frequencies in the physical plane. So when they get into that realm of light, then they can draw themselves whatever their belief systems are. They can draw Jesus to them or their loved ones that they're expecting to be greeted by, angels, archangels. But from that realm, which we don't have to die to do, this is what we just need to reconnect with, from that realm, the entire company of heaven through all dimensions and realms of light are available to us. And we go into this realm every night when we go to sleep. There's no such thing as the soul being unconscious. So when we go to sleep, our soul goes into those higher realms. We go into the various temples of learning. We can be drawn into the temples of healing or the temples of music or the temples of divine love or illumination. Whatever it is that our God self guides us to. But in addition to that, we can also ask to be taken to the specific temples where we want to go. And if we just, when we go to sleep, if we just say, I ask my I am presence to take me safely into the highest schools of learning that are in alignment with my divine plan, 
and to bring me back in the morning safely and to help me remember what I've consciously learned in the inner planes. We'll begin waking up with that memory and some of that knowledge, and it'll get stronger and stronger within each of us. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Another million light bulbs went went on for me, really, truly. I'm not just saying that. I. Sure. So how do we help people discern then with, well, you know, when people go to, um, like, psychic fairs and, you know, and things like that, how can we help people discern the information, Not perhaps not where to get it, but how can people discern? How would you help people discern? Well, I know that's hard because there are a lot of people out there. My experience with psychics is that 99.9% of them are very loving, sincere, dedicated souls who are genuinely trying to help. And... The, the catch is of going to a psychic is that if you're going to a psychic that's giving you a lot of information, then they're probably in the lower psychic astral realm because once we reach into the realms of illumined truth, we know that it is interference to give people information that their I am presence has not already revealed to them. And we actually can set them back or lead them on a wrong path because we're interpreting that from our perception and giving them information that maybe the reason they're God, in fact, probably the reason their God self hasn't given them that information yet is because they have other steps to take and other things to complete before that piece of the puzzle can be given to them. And then the floodgates will heaven will open for that particular person. So the catch-22 is if you're getting a lot of information from your psychic, it's probably not from the highest realms of truth, even though the person may be genuinely sincere and hoping that it is. And if somebody can genuinely reach into those higher realms of truth, they won't give you very much information at all. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes perfect, perfect sense. So the thing about discernment, I mean, let me just finish saying this, uh, Reverend Janice, just real quickly, is that the key to our opening up is to, to be patient and to go within our heart and ask, you know, see this tremendous pillar of light that's extending around your four earthly bodies, your physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies, this pillar of light that's literally coming from the center of the earth up through all the psychic astral realm, through all dimensions, back to the very heart of God. And Archangel Michael is a magnificent being of power and protection and his legions of protection that will help sustain this around you. Just ask Archangel Michael to keep you in this pillar of light 24 hours a day. And we can invoke it again when we go to sleep at night and in the morning when we get up so that it's just increased daily and hourly. And then ask your I Am Presence to not allow anything to come through into your conscious mind, your memories, or your understanding that is not from the highest realms of illumined truth. And to do that, it may take a little longer. You know, sometimes we get caught up in the enthusiasm or the curiosity of it and we'll open up in those lower realms. Uh, But if we're patient and genuinely ask that nothing other than from the highest realms of truth come through us, will be protected, and that's what will happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
thank you for answering that. So how did your journey with all of this begin? How did you begin to connect to this spiritual hierarchy and this illumined truth? And for you, as you've done this, have you ever resisted that part of your journey? or? No, I've never resisted that part of my journey. I personally think that each and every one of us in the physical plane, whether we've remembered it or not, whether we're consciously aware of it or not, every single person has been preparing for probably hundreds, hundreds, maybe thousands of lifetimes to fulfill what it is we need to do in this particular lifetime because of this unique, rare moment that's occurring on Earth. For me, my catalyst to awakening was from the time I was a small child. I was in a a difficult family situation where there was a lot of anger and a lot of violence. And so my overwhelming knowing in my heart was this is not the way life's supposed to be on this planet. So my question was, why in the world is there so much pain and suffering on this planet? And this took me through from teenage years on to the gamut of world religions, studying various things, then at the university into psychology and understanding about the mind, the laws of physics, and all of those things. Nothing I learned in the spiritual or religious field or in the academic field could answer that question for me and to a way that was satisfying to me. When I talked to the spiritual leaders, the answer was, well, the reason there's so much pain and suffering is because Eve ate that darned apple. If Eve had <laughs> eaten that apple, <laughs> the world would not be in this mess, of course, so that we were just as worthless sinners, worms in the dust from the time of Eve, you know, that we've been in all this mess. The scientific world say, well, matter evolves out of chaos by happenstance. We evolved from a amoeba in a mud puddle by chance. There's no rhyme or reason for why things are the way they are. What is just is, you know. So none of that satisfied me in any way. So I just did what I knew to do. I just kept meditating, kept going within, kept asking God, and then taking the time to listen. You know, it's one thing to ask, it's one thing to pray, but then really taking the time to listen. And as I did, this incredible point of light began opening through my heart center and forming just exactly what I'm talking about today, this tremendous shaft of light up through the psychic astral realm that I felt myself ascending through into this higher realm of truth. And from that realm, realized that there's this wealth of knowledge. And some of it, it was probably the equivalent of what a lot of people have referred to as a near-death experience, but it was not a near-death experience for me. It was a a conscious experience that I had uh, during my meditations that kept growing and expanding as I moved into these higher realms of truth. And I had access to whatever information we wanted. In that realm, there's a different level of consciousness that we awaken to. So we don't ask things out of curiosity. We would never ask what are the winning lottery numbers or <laughs> anything mm-hmm. like that? You know that it's a sacred truth and you are guided and asked only that that is in perfect alignment with your divine plan and your mission and what you need to accomplish. And so this is the various schools of learning in the inner realms that I was taken to. And there are 
in these magnificent temples, there are these huge tables and people sitting around the tables, ascended masters, beings of light, as well as humanity in their finer body. We're learning and absorbing this information. And then as we come back in the morning, the more we can bring that. And initially, I didn't always consciously bring it back to me, but it was in my etheric records and it would surface when I needed it as I moved through my life experience. Now, as far as each of us, you know, everybody's experience is going to be different. People have all different kinds of ways. You know, sometimes people just ask a question when they go to sleep at night. When they wake up in the morning, the answer is in their mind because they sought that out during the night. You know, other times you'll be driving down the street or washing dishes, doing something that's kind of mundane in your in your mind. You're not uh, needing to be thinking too much about it. And you'll just the answer will just pop into your mind, and that's happened for all of us. You know, uh-huh. these, these legions of light are standing in readiness. They are like college professors compared to us be, being kindergarten students. We were never supposed to lose the ability to connect with them and communicate with them. We weren't supposed to be stumbling through trial and error in this valley of tears that we've created through the abuse of our thoughts and feelings, the, the either deliberately or inadvertently creating these painful experiences by a lack of understanding. We were always supposed to have that guidance, and they cannot interfere with our free will. So since we fell into this chaos, they are standing in readiness, but they can't assist us unless we invite them and ask for their assistance. So this is what is so important at this time for us to realize that. But once we do, when we invoke the beings of light, because of the need of the hour, our Father, Mother, God have granted them permission to amplify our efforts a thousand times, a thousand fold. And that's what's happening now. That's why things are moving forward at such an accelerated pace. Even though we turn on the news and we just see havoc being wreaked all over the planet, The reality is that every single day there are billions of souls that in one way or another turn their attention to a higher power and invoke the light of God into their lives asking for assistance. And this has literally allowed the floodgates of heaven to open. And as this light enters the physical plane through each person's heart flame that has invoked it, it pushes everything that conflicts with that light to the surface. So if we're invoking healing, it pushes all disease and distortion and physical maladies to the surface. If we're invoking prosperity, it pushes poverty and hunger and all of that. If we're invoking peace, it pushes to the surface war and all of the atrocities that we're inflicting on each other. And those things are coming up so that we'll clear them and transmute them back into light. This is why this time was referred to in the Bible as the time of screaming and gnashing of teeth because we easily see the garbage is being pushed to the surface. And so from the distorted perception of just seeing that, we think the earth's going to hell in a handbasket and everything's getting worse. But nothing could be further from the truth. What we don't see is the incredible light that's pushing this garbage up to the surface so that we can love it free and transmute it back into light and move forward 
into the frequencies of the higher realms. Do you ever get a time frame at all when you go into the realms of illumined truth? Do you get time frames of when this, you know, the, the beginning of the new era completely will happen? Or is that primarily no. up to us? It is totally up to us. We, I mean, we have gotten the time frames. Like we have on December 21st, 2012, when we aligned with the galactic core of the Milky Way, we genuinely and literally moved through the shift of the ages, reclaiming our rightful place in our solar system and moving up the spiral of evolution into the fifth dimension for the Earth. Now, I know that with the shift of the ages, everybody was pretty much focusing on the 100 and or excuse me, 5,125-year completion of the cycle of the Mayan calendar. But the beings of light said that the shift of the ages was far greater than that completion of that one cycle. The shift of the ages is a moment in time that happens every so many millions of years when cycles within cycles within cycles throughout the whole of creation dovetail into one rhythmic pulsation with the heartbeat of our Father, Mother, God, the cosmic I am. And during that moment, our Father, Mother, God inbreathes the whole of creation up the spiral of evolution to the next octave of our learning experience. And with that shift that took place, that was God victoriously accomplished in the realms of cause and for our solar system and all creation, on December 21st, 2012. Then, because of the quantum shift that took place in energy, vibration, and consciousness for the planet, the next day, on the 22nd, we were able to reach that critical mass that birthed the new Earth in the fifth dimensional frequency. So the Earth now, humanity now, has the total ability, and this is every man, woman, and child victoriously made it through that shift, that over the past several decades there were monumental events and divine intervention that created the critical mass that allowed the I am presence of every person on earth through their higher level of consciousness to make the conscious decision of whether or not they were willing to do what was necessary to transmute their karmic liabilities so that they could move forward in the light. And to the amazement of even the company of heaven, far transcending the greatest expectations, every man, woman, and child made that conscious decision. So on December 21st, all humanity and every particle of life on earth ascended into the initial impulses of the fifth dimensional frequency of light. Now we still have the residue of the old earth that has to be transmuted, that's vibrating at that lower frequency. And we've created that mess, so we have to transmute it. But right now, the reason things have seemed so confusing since um, 2013 and now in 2014, is because we're really walking with our feet in both worlds. But this year, we're moving higher at a more physical, tangible level, and so we are creating the ability to really put both feet on the new earth and then just project the violet flame and healing energies from the realms of truth into the denser frequencies of the old earth from a distance without having to be down there 
wallowing in that negativity or that chaos. Well, the topic of our show this evening is called, or the I should say the title of our show is Emergence of the New Human Being. Could you explain to our guests this evening who are listening what that is, the emergence of the, the new human being? Yes. The purpose of humanity's creation, the reason we were breathed forth from the heart of our Father and Mother God is to expand infinitely the kingdom of heaven in all dimensions. And our Father and Mother God wanted to create individualized expressions, sons and daughters of God, investing us with the creative faculties of thought and feeling and the gift of free will so that we could learn to become co-creators. And the original plan was is that we would observe all of the patterns of perfection in the infinite body of God and then through our unique ways of combining energies and perceiving and thinking and, and expressing our own divinity, we would create new, previously unknown patterns of perfection and expressions of divinity. And it was determined that the way we would most quickly experience the results of our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings through the law of the circle in our life would be within the constraints of a time and space continuum. So we were stepped down into a denser fourth and third dimensional frequencies. And going into this frequency and into this physical plane, this is the process of involution. Then completing the law of the circle is everything returns to the source so that it goes back up into the higher dimensions. And this is what is happening now. We're on the evolutionary process moving from the third and fourth dimensions where we had carbon-based planetary cells uh, at a cellular level, our carbon-based planetary beings. But when we move into the higher fifth-dimensional frequencies, our cells are transformed into higher, more rarefied, crystalline-based solar light cells. And it's kind of like we know a lump of coal <laughs> when we put it under incredible pressure over a long period of time. It's transformed into this magnificent crystalline uh, diamond. This is one of the archetypes that Jesus wanted to leave for us. I know there's a, a lot of discussion of whether or not Jesus was crucified or not. I think probably the Da Vinci Codes brought that up in the most, <laughs> most uh-huh. uh, ways of questioning that. And the beings of light want us to know he absolutely was crucified. Jesus says he absolutely was crucified. But he was not crucified because we were such worthless sinners and worms in the dust that he had to save us, which is what some of the world religions are saying now. He agreed to go through that really difficult initiation because he wanted to leave an archetype that proved that there was nothing that the lower human ego could do to the physical body, reviling it, brutalizing it, crucifying it. Nothing anybody could do to our physical body that would destroy the divinity within it. So when he resurrected, he resurrected from his carbon-based planetary body, transforming those cells into the fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light bodies. That was his 
uh, ascended vehicle or his resurrected body. And this is what he then, 40 days later, ascended with into the higher realms. And this is the same path we are in the process of taking. And this was the archetype. He knew that we weren't going to do this right away. He knew this was coming during the time of the shift of the ages. But he wanted us to clearly see that we are going to be transforming. And the world religions talk about that. I mean, they talk about the new heaven and the new earth, and there'll be no aging, no disease, no death and dying as we know it, no hunger, no poverty, no war, all of those things. Because in that fifth dimensional frequency where the new earth is now existing and what we're moving into completely as we move through this process is uh, transcends those heavy discordant frequencies of our human miscreations. Everything in the physical plane that's causing any level of pain and suffering is a human miscreation. It's something that we've created through our thoughts and feelings and our beliefs and attitudes um, that conflict with the harmony and balance of heaven on earth. And that was, you know, in the Bible, our our one admonition was, do not partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the reason for that admonition is because God knew if we had no concept of poverty, we wouldn't be empowering it with our thoughts and feelings. If we had no concept of war, we wouldn't be energizing it. If we had no concept of crime or pain or disease or any of those things, we wouldn't be empowering them. But unfortunately, with the fall, we started experimenting with our gift of life and partaking of that misinformation and started manifesting discord and negativity that caused us to sink into such dense vibrations that we lost contact with our I Am Presence, contact with the company of heaven, and have now, for eons of time, been struggling to get back and reverse those adverse effects of our fall from grace. Now we're doing it, and we have succeeded in birthing the new earth. All life has moved forward in this. We still have more work to do to transmute the patterns, the residue of the old earth, but we have the ability to create through the bliss and harmony of the fifth dimensional frequencies See, this realm that we're in now is what we thought of as the heavenly realms. This is where people went when they were going through the near-death experience. And with the shift of the ages, that heavenly realm ascended into the sixth dimension. It's moved into more, even more rarefied, beautiful frequencies. So everything in the whole of creation has moved up the spiral of evolution now. So... When you talk about a time frame, this is going to be a very individual thing. We have the ability to choose to live in this frequency of harmony and balance and just transmute the negativity from a distance right here and right now. And when we reach a critical mass, when 51% or more of the energy vibration and consciousness of humanity is vibrating at this fifth dimensional frequency, it will create that unstoppable shift and nothing will prevent the entire force field of Earth from ascending into those higher frequencies. And we don't know just exactly. We never know how close we are to reaching that critical mass. 
But the important thing to know is we can do it individually now. We don't have to wait. But we, by doing it individually and then holding that sacred space and working for the rest of humanity, we create this upward rush that will pull everybody up faster as well. I think that's, excuse me for coughing. Um, okay. I think that is what I was wanting to hear about the personal choice that we all have. And maybe that's why I'm choking up and, um, <laughs> you know, that we all have personal choice right now to um, help with this emergence. So how can the people, again, the guests who are listening tonight, how can we help with this emergence within our own lives right now? Is it through invocations? Is it through prayer? Is it um, to, uh, to allow what I call the sacred marriage between the soul and the personality to take place? How can we help with that emergence in our own personal lives and then for the planetary as a whole? Yes, it's all of that. It's every single moment of every single day, every thought, word, action, feeling, belief, or memory we express. With each of those expressions, depending on what our frame of mind is and what we're empowering, we're either adding to the light of the world or the shadows. And as long as we can discipline ourselves... You know, I was a marriage and family counselor for 20 years, and people were beginning to awaken and would be saying, I know I have this mission, I know I have this purpose, but first I have to deal with this financial challenge or this relationship or this health problem or whatever. And because we've gone through lifetimes where we haven't succeeded and we literally have failed and bit off more than we could chew, there's a lot of fear of failing. This time we're not going to fail. This time we have already succeeded in creating, moving into the new earth in the realms of cause. And when that happened, when the new earth was birthed on December 22, 2012, those patterns of perfection that vibrate strictly with reverence for all life, the oneness of life, divine love, and a new planetary cause of love began flowing into the mental and emotional strata of earth. But the law is, the universal law is, that in order for something to manifest in the physical plane, it has to be magnetized through the divinity of someone abiding in the physical plane. So in order for patterns of perfection for the new earth to manifest in the physical plane, we have to draw them in through our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings. And this means that with everything that's happening, to know that our divine plan is not some big monumental thing that's happening in the future. Our divine plan is how we handle every single experience, every situation, every person we encounter, every single day, every moment of that day. And if we will just ask ourselves, beginning the process, okay, something's, some, somebody's contacting us or communicating with us or something's happening and we say, okay, is what I am thinking and feeling now about this situation adding to the light of the world or the shadows? And if it's not adding to the light of the world, which the only way it will add to the light of the world is if it's vibrating with the frequency of compassion and oneness and love and genuine cooperation rather than anger and frustration and hate and prejudice or whatever, 
but rather how can I handle this from this place? And if it's not adding to the light of the world because somebody's pushed your buttons and made you angry, say, okay, what do I want instead of that? The most powerful tool for transmuting negativity is the violet flame. This is the predominant energy, the seventh solar aspect of deity, the predominant energy that will blaze through the earth for the next 2,000-year cycle when we are in the force field of Aquarius that we have now moved into from the force field of Pisces. And what the violet flame is, it's the perfect balance of our Father God's sapphire blue ray of divine will and power and our Mother God's crystalline pink ray of divine love and reverence for life. And when our Father, Mother, God blend together in this perfect balance, it creates a violet flame that literally raises and transmutes discord back into light. So we have the ability to simply say, I ask my I Am Presence and the company of heaven to blaze the violet flame through this situation, transmute every negative aspect of it, and then I ask my I Am Presence how I can handle it in a more positive way. And as long as step by step, day by day, with every experience, every thought, we are adding to the light of the world instead of the shadows, it's going to greatly accelerate our movement forward. And to do it in a way that's infinitely empowered over that, to know that there is no separation, that we are one with all life. And so if we say, I am my I am presence, I am one with the I am presence of all humanity, and as I am lifted up, all life is being lifted up with me, that means that whatever we're asking, whatever we're invoking, whatever we're praying for, every positive thing we're doing is blessing every other particle of life on earth. Would um, you be willing to take us through a meditation or one of your dynamics? I know I have your book, your, all of your invocations, invocation at this time. That might help us all with this emergence um, as well as helping our planet, outer planet. Would you be willing to just take us through a, a meditation or an invocation to help us with that? Yes, I'll be glad to. And let me, um, you know, there's an expression that God is love and love is all there is. Everything that exists in the whole of creation emanates from the divine matrix, the body of our Father and Mother God. And the foundation of that is divine love. And the key that we're moving forward to into the new earth is based in these frequencies of love. So I'd like to do a meditation where we're, we're empowering those frequencies of love through each and every one of us, knowing that everything else, prosperity, healing, peace, everything emanates from the core and foundation of love. So let's just sit comfortably in our chairs with our arms and legs uncrossed and breathe in deeply. As you exhale, just go within to the divinity of your heart feeling your I am presence taking full dominion of your thoughts, words, actions, and feelings. I am my I am presence, 
and I am one with the I am presence of all humanity. As I am lifted up, all life is being lifted up with me. Beloved Father, Mother God, we ask that you now expand your flame of transfiguring divine love, which is pulsating through your divine matrix into the heart of every person on earth. Create from this sacred fire a pure heart of divine love and allow this heart of transfiguring divine love to expand through every person's heart flame until it envelops the entire planet Earth. I see the Earth now pulsating in the atmosphere as a radiant heart of pure divine love. Now, the sons and daughters of God from every ascended level of being project their love into God's divine matrix. The full divine momentum of this matrix is the body of God within which every particle of life lives, moves, breathes, and has its being. With the shift of the ages that took place in December in 2012, the patterns of perfection for the new planetary cause of divine love and our recently birthed renaissance of divine love were encoded within humanity's newly activated DNA. This DNA consists of 12 fifth-dimensional crystalline solar strands of light that are now drawing the light of God in previously unknown frequencies beyond anything that humanity has ever been able to experience. And all is in readiness. At long last, humanity is vibrating at a frequency that is capable of withstanding the unfathomable gift of divine love that is now flowing through our Father-Mother God's matrix. In oneness with the I Am presence of every person on earth in the entire company of heaven, we each affirm now within our heart center, I am the cup, the Holy Grail, through which the love of God now blesses every particle of life evolving on this planet. I am my I Am presence and I invoke my Father, Mother, God to release this love through their divine matrix and project it into the heart flame of every person on earth. This love is now flowing through the physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies of both humanity and Mother Earth. This unprecedented influx of divine love is lifting every atomic and subatomic particle and wave of life into a higher order of being. This love is flowing from heart flame to heart flame. Together we are creating a grid of love that is extending from the very depths of humanity's pain and suffering in the old earth into the highest frequencies of God's infinite perfection pulsating in the fifth-dimensional realms of the new earth. 
This grid of divine love is the bridge to freedom over which this blessed planet and all her life are ascending into the higher realms of God's infinite perfection as we reclaim our rightful place in the universe and begin manifesting tangibly those patterns of divine love. Through this activity of love, we are all truly love in action. We are collectively changing the core vibration of the primal light substance which has gone into creating the present negative conditions that are surfacing on the old earth to be transmuted and healed back into light. This activity of light is bringing into tangible form the archetypes for the patterns of perfection for our new earth, our planetary cause of divine love, and a new renaissance of love. The I Am presence within every person is now the open door for these resplendent patterns of love. Together we have set in place the basic spiritual forces of divine love over which the earth and all her life will now ascend out of our long exile in darkness into the fifth dimensional realms of light. Through this activity of light, the love of God is now thriving on earth through the heart flames of all humanity. Through this activity of light, humanity is being raised into a profound awakening of supreme love consciousness. We are here and now the masters of love we were always destined to be. We are beings of love, now accepting responsibility for loving this sweet earth and all her life free. We are one with this blessed planet, and the planet is one with us. Our Father, Mother, God, and the company of heaven are now intensifying their light through every person's heart flame. And this force field is initiating each of us into a higher order of divine service to humanity and the light. This gift from on high being given to each one of us this sacred and holy day will enhance our ability to co-create the patterns of perfection for the new earth, our planetary cause of divine love, and our new renaissance of love tangibly in the world of form. Beloved Father, Mother God, we accept that this activity of light has been God victoriously accomplished this sacred and holy day to be increased daily and hourly, moment by moment, the maximum that cosmic law will allow with every breath we take. And so it is. Beloved, I am just like to ask our guests to allow that to enter into your bodies and your souls, your vibration. 
And I just have two more things, Patricia. Is Are you currently working on any material that will be available for our listeners or are available right now on your website? Yes, we have lots of things that are available. Our website is eraofpeace.org. That's O-R-G. E-R-A-O-F-P-E-A-C-E dot org. And you can sign up to get a free monthly uh, newsletter where I share information that's being given to us currently by the Beings of Light. I have 13 free webinars on there that people can go in and watch. I have a year or more worth of archives of radio shows and, and of the archives of the free newsletters. We have YouTube. You can stay connected with us through Facebook. Uh, there's several YouTube meditations that are very powerful things that, that you can do. Lots of things that are available for free. And in addition to that, we have uh, books and tapes and CDs and DVDs. But we also list the free seminars. We're going to be, the next place we're going to be is on April 13th. We're going to be in Charleston, South Carolina. And the next month we're going to be in Baltimore, Maryland. So you can go and look and see if we're going to be in your area. The free seminars, you're welcome to attend. We just had one last weekend in Santa Clara, and we had a wonderful group of people, about 400 people there, that um, came and helped us anchor light and, and share the information. So it was a, a really powerful time for everybody. Well, thank you for that. If you were going to tell our guests one last thing that you believe that is most important for them to know at this time, what would that be for you? It would be that every single person in the physical plane at this time has been granted permission to come into embodiment during this unique moment because we have been preparing for lifetimes and the company of heaven and our Father, Mother, God decided that what we had to weave into this ascension process would succeed God victoriously. And each of us has everything we need within us to accomplish that. So go within, ask your God self, know that every day, every moment, as you make the conscious choice to add to the light of the world, more and more things will be drawn into your sphere of influence, into your awareness by your I Am Presence, and your divine plan will just unfold step by step in a perfectly logical, natural way. Well, my dear Patricia, I just really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me tonight on the Pure Hope Show. And, of course, we want you to come back to Minneapolis because... We at the Hope Interfaith Center uh, came to volunteer to help you in any way. And I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. I will do anything to get your information out to the people because it is so empowering, so pure, and it, it moves me. I mean, it really, it really does move me. And I really want to thank you for the work that you do. And when you come back to Minneapolis, we at the Hope Interfaith Center would, would love to help volunteer in any way to help you, any way to help get this message out. Well, thank you so much. It was certainly my pleasure to be with you and all of your wonderful guests. It is such an incredibly 
wonderful time. My experience is that we're always working together at inner levels, but it's really fun to get to connect on a physical, tangible level in the physical plane as well. Well, well, thank you once again. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate uh, what you're doing for all of humanity and what you're doing for all of us and all of my listeners. I uh, once again want to let you know that for any information or guests, you can uh, for Patricia Diane Cota Robles, if you are looking for information on her or all of her books are wonderful. I personally have read many of her books. I've got all of her invocations. Once again, she's just newly launched a website, which I've seen personally, and it's a great website. So I would invite our guests this evening to go to www. And I'm going to just spell it for airofpeace.org, E-R-A-O-F, P. E A C E dot org O R G. So I'm going to end this program with a blessing for all of our listeners. As I always say, if there's anything that you've received that you believe is powerful, 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 which I have certainly received tonight, uh, please pass it on to other listeners as a gift from your heart to theirs. And so I leave you tonight with just a small little prayer. Dear precious ones, we are spiritual beings living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual universal laws. We all come into this world beautiful, innocent, blessed, fully alive and encoded with love. The journey of our soul is not linear. Life is a constant spiral of growth. I pray that we all continue to spiral upwards towards the truth of our own souls. May you remember everything that Patricia has shared with us, especially her philosophy, that every person, every person on the planet is precious and divine regardless of how far your behavior patterns and your life experiences may be from reflecting that truth. And remember, as she also believes, that we are not victims of our lives, that we are co-creators of our lives, and that we have a choice. We are facing the greatest choice right now here on Gaia, planet Earth. We have a choice. And we have the ability to transform our lives into what we want it to be. The time for us to do that is now. So until we meet again, I'm sending you love from my heart to yours. And thank you all for listening. Once again, I just want to apologize for my cough. Uh, energetically, I was, felt I was being downloaded. And I thank you, I thank you, I thank you all for listening. And Patricia, thank you so very, very much. You're very welcome. Namaste. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true. Be true.